Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. In Rockville, should colleges be allowed to consider race as a factor in college admissions? The U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments about that today. At 910, we'll speak with the Washington Post Supreme Court reporter Robert Barnes. 9 o'clock, CBS. CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says tonight that her husband Paul is making steady progress on what will be a long recovery process. The man accused of breaking into the House Speaker's home on Friday and attacking her husband faces state and federal charges. CBS's Jeff Pegues has more. The 42-year-old suspect now facing a number of charges, including attempted murder, residential burglary, and assault with a deadly weapon, that being the hammer. According to investigators, they will ask that he is held without bail. They want him, of course, to stay in custody. The suspect is also facing federal assault and kidnapping charges. The Supreme Court justices hear arguments on two affirmative action cases that could dramatically alter how universities consider race in evaluating applications. CBS's Jan Crawford reports the court's conservative majority appears skeptical. Liberal justices suggested colleges like Harvard and the University of North Carolina have to consider race as one of many factors to get a full picture of a student's life experiences. Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson. No one's automatically getting in because race is being used. They're looking at the full person with all of these characteristics. The court has scaled back affirmative action over the years. It said in 2003 it should not continue indefinitely. Nine states now ban it in college admissions. Richard Allen of Delphi, Indiana, has been charged in the 2017 double murders of Liberty German and Abigail Williams. The two girls disappeared in February of that year while on a hike in a wooded area of Delphi. Their bodies were found the following day. Liberty's grandmother, Becky Pat. I don't feel like I thought I would. I've always said that I would be screaming on the rooftops, but or not. A new warning about those who vape and use cigarettes, e-cigarettes. The findings of a new study from CBS's Matt Piper. Researchers at the University of Wisconsin say adults who used e-cigarettes regularly had hearts that beat faster, something that could lead to larger issues, says lead study author Dr. Matthew Tattersall. It had significant worsening of heart rate, heart rate variability, blood pressure, and more constriction of their brachial artery, all of which of these predict future cardiovascular events. Their message, try to quit using tobacco and nicotine products. Matt Piper, CBS News. Powerball lottery players could be in for a real treat tonight with an estimated jackpot of $1 billion. New Yorker Scott Hainan on what he'd do with the money. I'll definitely retire, finish my house, probably buy another house, maybe buy a couple of nice cars, take a nice vacation, and then probably set all my friends and family up for the rest of their lives. Salary transparency laws in New York City aim to combat pay disparities. This is CBS News. Whether it's the news, the traffic, the weather, or your COVID-19 vaccinations, it's important to stay up to date. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. It's 9.03 on Monday evening, October 31st, 2022, Halloween night. It's 60 down to the mid to upper 50s. And good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. 
We continue to follow breaking news tonight about a car stolen in D.C. with a five-year-old child inside. The good news is that child has been found safe tonight, but police are still looking for the stolen car. It's described as a green 2014 Kia Soul with Virginia license plate TVH9942. Repeating that, that is a Virginia license plate of TVH9942. It was stolen from Columbia Road Northwest. If you see that Kia, you're asked to call 911. A dramatic scene in Silver Spring tonight as a police chase turns into a multi-vehicle pileup that includes a Metro bus. It all happened in the middle of the afternoon on Georgia Avenue near East-West Highway. WTOP's Shana Estulin reports. The suspect's minivan slammed into the Metro bus and then moments later the police cruiser chasing them slammed into and under the van. Pictures from our news partners NBC4 show car parts strewn around the scene and the bus's bumper half off. A spokesperson for Montgomery County Fire and Rescue says multiple people were rushed to the hospital including several with traumatic injuries. County police say this all started around 2 p.m. with an armed robbery on Piney Branch Road. Police finding the robbery suspects at the White Oak Shopping Center about three and a half miles away, but they drove off police on their tail. It ended with the pileup on Georgia Avenue. Two men were arrested. A third had to be pulled out of the crashed van. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Police say a firearm was also recovered. You can see dramatic pictures of the crash at WTOP.com. A three-alarm fire that forced 120 people from their homes on College Parkway in in Rockville was tied to a heating and air conditioning unit. Pete Perringer with Montgomery County Fire and Rescue says two residents were hurt but are expected to survive. That fire started before 9 this morning and caused more than $1.5 million in damage. The flames burned through the roof of the Garden Apartment-style building and spread to two nearby buildings, this in the Plymouth Woods neighborhood. Patrick Campbell with the county's Department of Health and Human Services says 40 people were displaced by the fire. The region's Red Cross also helping out those affected families. Another major development tonight. It's likely news you've been waiting for, too. Metro's Silver Line extension is finally ready to welcome riders all the way out to Dulles Airport and beyond. It's been years in the making, but the date has been set. November 15th. We're ready for you. Welcome to your metro. Six Silver Line stations will open, connecting riders to Dulles International Airport and Loudoun County for the first time. The new stations include Reston Town Center, Herndon, Innovation Center, Washington Dulles International Airport, Loudoun Gateway, and Ashburn. This marks the completion of the 23-mile expansion that began in 2009. We're ready to welcome you aboard the Silver Line. Riders will be greeted by Metro employees who will be handing out commemorative pendants, a Metro tradition that began back in 1976 when the first station opened. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Voter registration folks in Fairfax County are working quickly to process about 11,000 new and revised voter registrations that the state recently discovered. With just about a week to go until the midterms, the Virginia Department of Elections delivered nearly 150,000 additional voter registration updates to 133 general registrars statewide. And they include new registrations and other changes made during visits to the Department of Motor Vehicles between May and September. The Department of Elections says this goes back to a previously reported error involving the statewide voter registration system. The 11,000 registration applications received in Fairfax County today is on top of more than 11,000 uncovered earlier in the month. All affected voters have been able to vote.
Coming up, members of the Supreme Court's conservative majority today questioned the continued use of affirmative action in higher education. After traffic and weather, I'll talk about it with the Washington Post Supreme Court reporter. It's 9.07. When you hire your local Certipro painters, you get the power of prepping for the holidays. Get your house ready for the invasion of the relatives. The power of reliability. From a customized project plan to getting the job done on time, you can count on Certipro to come through with expertly painted colors. Contact your local Certipro painters today and get the power of pro. Get started at Certipro.com. Each Certipro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. As I reflect on my 35 years at Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital and how lucky I've been to get to know you and to have helped care for your pets, I wanted to say thank you. I and many others at Rocky Gorge are indebted to you for your trust, loyalty, and for allowing us to take care of your most precious assets. To Rocky Gorge, you've become our family. We want you to know that we treat every pet every day as if they're our own. Thank you for trusting Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital with your pet's care for over 70 years. 908. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Bob Immler. Well, around the Beltway, things are running pretty well, but not so on 270. 270 southbound, still very slow from Route 85. The crash remains near the Monocacy River just beyond it, but before Route 80 and getting by by squeezing to the left. On 70 eastbound near Route 94 in Woodbine, had a crash along the left side of the roadway, still working on that. And on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, traffic continues to run well. Now, on uh, westbound 50, things are a bit slow after 197. Uh, near Freeway Airport, not sure what's going on there, possibly some sort of an incident that's either attracting attention from the shoulder or possibly blocking a lane headed toward the Beltway on westbound 50 after 197. Things are pretty good to go in Virginia, though. 395 and 95, no incidents or delays. And 66 also runs well both ways. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford. A spooky Halloween night across the region. Off and on showers will continue. The rain will be moderate at times. At times we'll get a break. Also, we may hear a rumble of thunder. And watch out for some patchy, dense fog. Our lows will be in the mid to upper 50s. Kind of gloomy Tuesday morning with some showers and areas of fog. But by Tuesday afternoon, skies will clear. And it will turn warmer. We'll get up to a high in the low to mid-70s. Partly cloudy skies, a mild day on Wednesday, a high in the low 70s. Partly to mostly sunny Thursday and Friday, highs around 70. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist by Stinniford. We have 60 degrees outside the WTOP studios right now. Look for lows in the mid to upper 50s tonight. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9:10. The survival of affirmative action in higher education appeared to be in serious trouble today at a conservative-dominated Supreme Court after about five hours of debate over questions of race. The most diverse court in the nation's history is weighing challenges to admissions programs at the University of North Carolina and Harvard that use race among many factors to create a diverse student body. Attorney Patrick Strawbridge represents the group Students for Fair Admissions and wants the race question removed as part of a move to go race neutral. He was challenged at one point today by Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson. The only reason why the university knows the race of any of these applicants is because they are voluntarily providing that. But it is making distinctions upon who it will admit, at least in part, on the race of the applicant. Some races get a benefit, some races do not get a benefit. 
Joining me live now, Robert Barnes, who covers the Supreme Court for The Washington Post. And Robert, the court's six conservative justices all expressing doubts today that affirmative action should continue to be allowed in higher ed. What was some of what they had to say? Well, I think that there's some deep skepticism about the court, about how long racial uh, conscious policy should be in place. You know, when the court uh, years ago, a couple of decades ago, said that um, it was permissible to use race as one factor, as you say, uh, Justice Sandra Day O'Connor said that there was the hope was that in 25 years, those kind of preferences or uh, policies would not be necessary. Uh, there were a lot of questions about that, whether this time is really up, and a lot of questions from the conservatives about when will it ever end. And that was something that the lawyers for UNC and for Harvard were unwilling to put an expiration date on. What about uh, the court's three liberals? How did they defend these admissions programs? Well, the court's three liberals uh, were uh, quite defensive of it. They thought that uh, there was no reason uh, that the Constitution didn't demand uh, a sort of colorblind approach to this. Um, They thought that if it was necessary in a voluntary way, as you uh, heard uh, Justice Jackson talk about, um, that there was no reason to keep universities from doing that. They said that it only made a difference in a small number of cases and uh, that uh, the federal government and by the Biden administration said that it was necessary to the military, to corporate America, uh, to the medical community to have sort of diverse leaders prepared by these universities. Well, the outcome of these cases could indeed, though, have wide-ranging implications across the uh, the higher ed universe in the U.S., right? That's right, especially at elite uh, colleges and universities and also the flagship universities in states like uh, UNC. You know, some states have already said that race cannot be uh, a factor in these admissions decisions, large states like Uh, California uh, and Florida and Michigan have already said that, uh, but others want to continue uh, to use it, as you say, and as one factor in building a racially diverse student body. Well, what is uh, what are we expecting next and when Um, in a few months uh, later, later next year? (laughs) I can never tell you when the Supreme Court is going to rule on something. Um, It was uh, a very long, as you noted, uh, argument, a very detailed two different cases that do have some differences. And so it's at least months, I would think, before the court uh, had decisions here, but you know we can never really predict how long it's going to take. I don't mean to put you on the spot, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I knew. Any final thoughts before I let you go? No, it was a it was a very interesting um, uh, case, and you know, I mean, I think the thing to keep in mind is that there was no reason for the court to take this case uh, because unless they want to make some changes in the law. Um, Lower courts had looked at these admission policies. They both said that in both cases, Harvard and UNC had complied with uh, the Supreme Court's precedents, that there was no discrimination uh, against others by uh, making these uh, racial uh, policy preferences known. And so, you know, the court was really taking these cases because they're ready to look at this issue again. 
Well, thank you so much, Robert. Thanks for having me. That is The Washington Post, Robert Barnes. He covers the Supreme Court for The Washington Post. It is 915. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's go straight to Rob Woodfork. All right, World Series Game 3 in Philadelphia rained out. It's postponed to tomorrow at 8 p.m. This pushes the remainder of the series back a day. But the 76ers here in Washington raining on the Wizards parade. They lead by uh, 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 double digits now, 10, uh, 107.97. As uh, we have under four minutes left to go in regulation of this one, and it was a close game. Philly would use a 18-2 run, though, to seize control. And a uh, big game for Kristaps Porzingis, 25 points to uh, lead the Wizards, but uh, no answer for Tyrese Maxey, who's got 28 to lead the Sixers, who, oh, by the way, don't have their best player in Joel Embiid tonight. The uh, Capitals in the third period in Carolina, it's a 2-2 contest. Uh, Both of the uh, Capitals' goals coming in the second period. Uh, Alex Ovechkin uh, scoring on the power play. It's his fifth goal of the season. On the eve of the NFL trade deadline, the Baltimore Ravens acquire Roquan Smith from Chicago in exchange for second and fifth round picks. Uh, and uh, journeyman linebacker A.J. Klein. Smith, by the way, leads the NFL in tackles currently. In fact, nobody, actually, only uh, Bobby Wagner has more tackles than Smith since uh, he was drafted eighth overall back in 2018. Monday night football in uh, Cleveland. Uh, Finally, we have a score. The Browns getting on the board uh, with a touchdown and a two-point conversion. It's an 8-0 lead for the Browns over the Bengals uh, approaching halftime. And uh, the Washington Commanders uh, getting some good news on this victory Monday as Ron Rivera today announced Chase Young will make his return to the practice field this Wednesday. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. The man accused of attacking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer told police he wanted to hold the Democratic leader hostage and break her kneecaps to show other members of Congress there were consequences to actions. That's what investigators are saying today. Both state and federal charges were filed today against the accused attacker, David DePepe. Affirmative action was front and center today at the U.S. Supreme Court. Justices heard two cases concerning admissions programs that take into account race in the name of educational diversity. And based on today's arguments, the conservative supermajority looks like it's ready to reconsider decades of precedents and rule the programs are illegal. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan has tested positive for COVID. He says he's working from home today. It is the second time that he's gotten the coronavirus. The first time was last year. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Bob Imler. On southbound 270, heavy and slow getting past Route 85. The crash just beyond the Monocacy River along the right side remains. Involving the pickup truck that had a trailer and was towing three vehicles on that trailer, all overturned. Northbound on the ramp to 370 East. Not sure if it's the same crash as earlier or a new one, but it's along the right side of the ramp. On northbound 270, ramp to go east on 370 and getting by to the left. And you come up on it very suddenly. 70 eastbound at Route 94 at Woodbine. Did have the crash along the left side. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right. And traffic continues to run well around the Beltway in both Maryland and in Virginia. 395 and 95 each running well on the Virginia side and no delays to report either way on 66.
Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford. Waves of rain will continue to move across the area tonight. We might hear a rumble of thunder. And watch out for areas of fog. Our lows will be in the mid to upper 50s. Some morning showers tomorrow along with some fog. But by afternoon skies will clear. And it will turn warmer. We'll get up to a high in the low to mid-70s. Partly cloudy skies mild on Wednesday. Highs low 70s. And look for plenty of sunshine on Thursday. We'll get up to a high near 70. Partly cloudy and pleasant on Friday. Highs near 70. First part of the weekend, partly cloudy and warmer Saturday. Highs upper 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. 59 in Chantilly now. 61 in Penn Quarter. We have 60 in Columbia. Lows in the mid to upper 50s tonight. The temperatures brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, there's a Powerball drawing tonight. It's next hour, and the jackpot is growing. We'll have details. It's 920. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. 921. If you're waiting for Black Friday to buy appliances, Bray and Scarf has some advice for you. Don't wait. Get to Bray and Scarf this Saturday for Black Friday pricing guaranteed. Three weeks early. Save up to 38% on select appliances and get free basic installation on select GE profile and cafe packages. One day only. This Saturday during Bray Day. Our warehouse is full with next day and two day delivery available. Have it before the rush with deals on in-stock bestsellers, in-store, and online. Bray & Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer with factory-trained experts ready to answer all your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Shop local and save this Saturday during Bray Day at Bray & Scarf, one day only. So don't miss it. While the rest of the world is waiting, you'll be saving. Shop in store or online at brandscarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. Thompson Creek designs, builds, and installs replacement windows. Without the middleman markup, you get high-quality windows at an affordable price direct from our local factory. Take advantage of our biggest sale of the year with 25% off all windows and doors for a limited time, plus special financing options. Call 855-57-CREEK. That's 855-57-CREEK before this offer is gone. This is WTOP News. It's 923. President Biden says he'll push for an excess profits tax if oil companies don't do more to lower prices at the pump. The president says the record profits recently reported by oil companies are outrageous. He calls it a windfall of war, a function of Russia's assault on Ukraine. It's time for these companies to stop war profiteering. Mr. Biden says the firms have a responsibility to spend more of their profits on increasing refining capacity. They don't want to do that. They, they have the opportunity to do that. 
The president says if they don't, he'll urge Congress to impose an excess profits tax. It's a move Republicans would surely oppose. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Do you play the lottery? The Powerball jackpot has not been claimed since August 3rd, and boy, is it getting big. The drawing comes up next hour. Million dollars, OMG! Mia Parks of Alexandria. I usually play scratch tickets. Not going to tell you my numbers, though. Can I have a quick pick, please? Steve Sullivan of Fort Hunt. Just one Powerball. I only need one winning ticket. Parks and Sullivan nearly never play lottery drawings. Sullivan thought he could buy one with a credit card, which isn't allowed. And Richmond Highway 7-Eleven clerk Cigar DeCall says the big pot is enticing lots of newbies. The people who come in here almost doubled. I know, one billion. Tanisha Hollitzwanger, also not a regular. WTOP should be handing out some free tickets. Christy King, WTOP News. Tonight's drawing is at 10.59 p.m., just so you know. Would you like an early look at some potential Oscar contenders? The Virginia Film Fest returns to Charlottesville this Wednesday to Sunday. Charlottesville, Virginia, not particularly far from D.C. It's an easy trip. There's a train. Uh, it's a beautiful town. You can hang out in breweries and wineries when you're not watching movies. Senior programmer Ilya Tovbis invites you to opening night with Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Daniel Craig, Southern Sleuth, Benoit Blanc, folks like Ethan Hawke and Kate Hudson, Edward Norton, Janelle Monet. So many twists and turns that I don't think you will necessarily see coming. Closing night brings Sam Mendez's Empire of Light. It is a beautiful way to end the film festival because it is beautifully nostalgic tale of the role that movie theaters have in bringing together community. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. It's 925 Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow finished Monday session down 129 points. The S&P 500 down 29. Stock in a small satellite maker, Terran Orbital, jumped as much as 50% Monday after Lockheed Martin invested $100 million in the company. The Fed's two-day rate meeting this week is likely to take its key rate to 3.75%. It would be the sixth hike this year. Northern Virginia leads for data centers, but JLL says Atlanta leads for data center job growth, 24% by 2025. Jeff Clable. WTOP News. Asian stocks are mixed. The Nikkei is down a fraction right now. And coming up after traffic and weather, both state and federal charges have been brought against the man suspected of violently assaulting House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi. It's 926. In appreciation for the remarkable sacrifices the military makes for our country, we at Select Auto Imports are matching all donations made to the Walter Reed Society through Veterans Day up to $10,000. We're also offering special discounts to the military and their families on all certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Jaguar, Porsche, and Land Rovers. Join us in honoring our military. To donate, visit SelectAutoImports.com. Click on the Walter Reed Society logo. That's SelectAutoImports.com. Thank you. This is Dan Cox running for governor of Maryland. The CDC has just voted to include the experimental COVID vaccines in the childhood vaccination programs, opening the door for state governors to force this decision on parents and students. But my opponent has pledged to follow the CDC guidance and Big Pharma. At our debate, he even pledged to make such forced vaccination and masking decisions for you. I will protect your family's health care decisions.